At City of Hope, its innovative treatments for cancer and groundbreaking research have saved millions of lives all over the world. This is City of Hope Radio with your host, Melanie Cole. Deodorant, plastic bottles, grilled foods, cell phones, artificial sweeteners, herbs and supplements, is cancer contagious? All of these questions are what we call cancer urban legends, and we're going to answer that question today. If any of these products and legends are really true, do they really cause cancer? My guest today is Dr. Nimit Sudan. He's board certified in internal medicine, hematology, and oncology at City of Hope. Welcome to the show, Dr. Sudan. Tell us about some of these. Let's start with cell phones because people are thinking now, Bluetooths and cell phones, holding them up to your head is causing brain cancer. Do these radio waves cause cancer? Well, um, you know, a lot of uh, uh, cancer myths and cancer legends start on very good data. Um, and uh, when we do uh, bigger studies, we find uh, maybe some of the carcinogens, uh, for example, with cell phones that emit radio waves, um, you know, when the rubber hits the road, uh, we, we find actually that uh, some of this is not true or, or it may not be as bad as what we thought. So, for example, um, cell phones do emit radio waves, which um, uh, is part of uh, a spectrum of radiation. Uh, and radiation does cause cancer. But, you know, the radio waves, radio frequencies that cell phones emit are actually non-ionizing radiation, which... Um, you know, the, the tissues can absorb this energy, and certainly cancer can occur. But a lot of studies have shown that this, this is actually um, not that harmful. Um, uh, a lot of studies have shown that um, there may be some increase in incidence of cancer, but it, it's not enough to say, uh, do not use cell phones, and it's not enough to you know promote other technologies which takes the cell phones away from your from your head. Now, uh, with that said, what do I do at home? Um, you know, I have kids, um, and I tell them don't use cell phones. They cause uh, you know they cause cancer. But um, you know, in reality, studies really have not proven that uh, cell phones will cause brain cancer. Okay, so what about contagious? Is cancer contagious? No, cancer is not contagious. I mean, you know, I tell my patients, uh, other than a, a few instances, you know, I tell my patients, there's nothing you did that could have caused this. There's nothing you did that could have prevented this. For example, you know, breast cancer. There's not much in life any woman ever did uh, that caused this. Now, a lot of this is family history. A lot of this is the environment. Uh, a lot of it is aging, et cetera. A lot of other reasons why cancers occur, but... Cancer is not contagious. You, you know, I sit, I sit in a cancer center with lots of patients who have cancer. It is not contagious. I'm not afraid. I'm going to get cancer from, from a neighbor, a friend, or a patient. So, I mean, that, that truly is a myth. So if um, people have there, there surgery... Are some exceptions. I'm sorry, there, there are some exceptions to that. So, you know, there are some viruses that can cause cancer. And, you know, if you get the virus... Certainly, you know, uh, you can get cancer. I, I, I suppose if you're stretched, that's really the only um, uh, exception to that rule. But e even that's really stretching it. I'm sorry, you were saying? 
That's okay. So if you have surgery to remove a cancer or a biopsy or something, does that then spread the cancer through your body? And also women hear that mammograms, because of that compression, that if you did have a breast tumor in there, it's going to break it open and spread it through your body. Is that true? Um, Some of what you're saying is partially true. So, you know, mammograms, just like cell phones, uh, have radiation. And it's really that radiation that causes uh, cancer. So, you know, if a woman starts getting mammograms at age 20 and stops at age 80, say that's a lot of radiation over a lifetime. And that was the debate several years ago. You know, when should women start uh, getting mammograms? At what age? You know, is 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 30 too young? Are we exposing women to too much radiation over their lifetime? Should we start at 50? Should we start at 40? So it's not the actual compression, but it's, it's actually the cumulative dose of radiation throughout the lifetime. So, um, and as far as biopsies and surgeries, you know, most of the time uh, when a patient goes in for surgery and the cancer is more advanced than before surgery, it's because we really didn't see it on CAT scans. You know, there's, the CAT scan is a picture. Uh, any imaging is a picture. So, um, you know, when, when you take a picture, there, there are certain details you don't see. And so sometimes, you know, when, when a patient has pancreatic cancer and we just see a mass in the pancreas, we open them up, and then we see, you know, little tiny cancer nodules on the liver. That just was not seen on the CAT scan. It wasn't the surgery that caused it to spread that fast. There are certain exceptions. There are certain cancers we do worry about. If we biopsy, maybe we can see the tract where the needle is. For the most part, that's not the case either. For day-to-day, most of the cancers that I deal with, I have no concerns that either surgery or a biopsy will spread the cancer. Okay, so Dr. Sudan, what about things like artificial sweeteners or grilled foods? We've heard that grilled foods because of the, and smoky foods, smoked turkey, smoked salmon, that these smoky foods and grilled foods with the chard on them can also contribute that they're carcinogenic. Yeah, I mean, now we're walking into an area where certainly, you know, grilling foods and smoking, there are carcinogens uh, that end up on your food. Um, but, you know, again, it's the same thing. For the most part, when we do the studies, we don't find there's a huge increase or any increase in cancer. Um, you know, when you, when, you, when you grill food, there's a lot of char that may be left over on the grill itself from the last time if you don't clean well, and some of that gets on your food. Um, but, you know, again, for the most part, these things do not and have not been shown in studies that... Um, increase cancer. There are compounds on the foods um, that, you know, that are carcinogenic, but again, these have not shown an increase in incidence with people who eat, uh, you know, grilled foods. Now, what about standing behind a bus out on the street? Is smog just as cancerous as if you were smoking a cigarette? Well, uh, you know, that's a good question. Um, again, Smog, smoke, secondhand smoke, uh, grilling foods, you know, they all have this similar carcinogens. I mean, you know, uh, you know, depending on where you live, you know, there may be certain industries that, you know, there were smokestacks, et cetera, that, you know, put a lot of carcinogens and smoke and chemicals in the air. Um, again, I, th- I think some of that you have to take into account where you live and what the actual carcinogens are. There are towns that I have been in 
that I look around that has industry. I grew up in the you know in, in the Midwest, so you know there's small towns that are just based on the auto industry, and they may there may be a factory there that makes a certain compound or a chemical for plastic or what have you. Now, if you're working in that factory, you need to wear protection because the the concentration of chemicals there are very high. Outside, it's not as high now. Again, I, I told you I have kids, so what do I do at home? Would I live in a clean city or not, you know, or a city with lots of smog? I would prefer a clean city. I think some studies are not powered enough, meaning they're not big enough to really show a difference in, uh, you know, in harm. You know, sometimes things like secondhand smoking or smog, it's really hard to study. You have to study millions and millions of people over decades. And those kind of studies are actually very hard to do. And um, so I, I think a lot of studies have shown no significant increase in cancer incidence with, you know, smog and even secondhand smoking. But when it comes to my family, my kids, I would prefer to live in a clean city without secondhand smoke. In just the last few minutes, Dr. Sudan, please tell the listeners some cancer facts that are true and that do matter. And we only have a minute or two, but just share some really interesting and very important information, the best advice you would give somebody on hopefully preventing or dealing with cancers. So we do know a few things. Um, For example, smoking causes cancer, so stop smoking. Uh, A lot of cancers, um, you know, if your lifestyle is better, we can lower the incidence of a lot of different cancers. For example, diet and exercise, the the usual mantra of any physician, uh, will lower your incidence of cancer. For example, eating less red meat and and more fiber will lower your incidence of colon cancer. So, you know, I I think living a healthy, active lifestyle with with a good diet will help. Now, these days, cancer treatment and prevention has gone night and day in the last 10 years. It has progressed so much. So much research is being done. 15, 20 years ago, cancer usually was a death sentence. You know, we found cancer too late. We didn't, we didn't have good screening methods, uh, and the treatment wasn't that great. Today, we find cancer early. We cure a lot of people with cancer, and even people we can't cure, we can treat and, and, and keep them around for a long, long time sometimes. Um, the treatment of cancer is changing. It's not the old chemotherapy where you're in the hospital and sick and, you know, throwing up for weeks. These days we have pills, we have antibodies that if you sit in my waiting room in our cancer center here in City of Hope, I, I bet you couldn't even tell half of the people are getting treatment for cancer. I mean, things have come a long way. So I urge patients and people... I urge everybody to make sure they're up to date, they see their family doctor, um, to get screening and not be afraid to seek treatment if they indeed have cancer. That's great information and really great advice. Thank you so much. You're listening to City of Hope Radio. For more information, you can go to cityofhope.org. That's cityofhope.org. This is Melanie Call. Thanks so much for listening. Thank you.